0: newsflash, a year from now, you're still probably not going to be running stride for stride with Kipchoge at any race, right? Episode 1073 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, if you're not an elite, don't train like one. All right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip Episode today's quick tip is brought to you by the book. And if you've been around for a while, you know which book I'm talking about. I'm talking about my book, my first book, my second book. Yeah, we're still we're still in the uh, the infancy there. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen eventually. But uh, there is one book that has been written, and that is the sponsor for today. Be ready on race day. Been around for a handful of years now, and and I like to think still useful. I, I like to think that principles don't. Change just because it's been a couple years. Good, solid principles are good, solid principles. And that's what I I tried to put into Be Ready on race day. The the type of principles, good practices that you would need if you wanted to create your own training plan. Because let's not kid ourselves. Not everybody has the the desire or sometimes even the funds to hire someone like myself, a a full-time coach to work with you and and train you up and write your plans and things like that for your next race. But at some point, I think we all kind of get to that level where we realize that a one-size-fits-all plan, yeah, maybe maybe not, uh, not doing the job anymore. Maybe not exactly what we need to get ourselves ready for our goal races. And that's where, hopefully, Be Ready on race day comes in, kind of fills that gap, gives you the information, gives you basically my step-by-step process that I go through when I'm working with somebody to find out kind of where they are, what their goals are, how long they've been running, kind of all of that type of stuff that you know about yourself to then use that to create a custom plan for yourself. It might sound like a lot. It might sound a little bit daunting. I like to think it's really not that difficult. And the book, Be Ready on Race Day, certainly helps make it easier as well. So whether you want to start from scratch, whether you want to take one of those one-size-fits-all freebies that are readily available everywhere on the internet and use that as the framework, but then you know have some some guidance, some suggestions on how to tweak it, adjust it, and actually make it your own instead of just making it uh, a one size fits one, which uh, or a one size fits all, which you really know is more of a one size fits none. Make it your own. Make it one size that fits you, using the tips and the the suggestions from Be Ready on Race Day. Want to get yourself a copy? Head over to uh, to Amazon. You can get a digital copy. You can get a physical copy. We've got them both available. Just search for Be Ready on Race Day uh, in the the Amazon search bar. You can also get one from the website. I'll even sign it for you. Although. Fair warning, as this episode comes out and we're still in this transition of moving that you've heard me talk about for the last several weeks, um, the books are in the pod. I am not in the pod, so I can't send it out until we get unpacked, which will hopefully happen about a week or two from the time this episode goes out. But if you do want a signed copy, it might take a little bit longer. If you want an Amazon copy, of course, you know, they'll get it to you like tomorrow, right? Like one click and it's, it's on the way. Uh, but check it out. Be ready on race day.com is the website. You can get some sample chapters, get an idea of what the book kind of feels like, what it sounds like, how it reads. I like to think it's pretty, pretty simple. Um, and if you think it might help you grab you a copy in the format of your choice, but thanks to everybody who's gotten a book over the years. Thanks for all the feedback that uh, it's actually been helpful, which I I don't say that surprised because I felt like it was going to be helpful or else I wouldn't have written it. But it's always good to get that uh, that validation as well. And uh, if you want some help training for the next race in the book format, Be Ready on race day is available for you. So getting into today's quick tip. Where I may, where I may ruffle a few feathers. We'll see. You know, I, I try not to uh, come in here and just, you know, upturn the apple cart. every Every time I get on the microphone, every week I do these quick tip episodes. But sometimes I just got to get a little something off my chest. Maybe rant a little bit. Hopefully, do so in a way that's not off-putting. That maybe makes you think. Especially if you're you're doing what I'm going to talk about today and, and kind of rant and rail against. And this isn't a, a, a this isn't me looking bad at looking down on you or thinking bad of you or anything like that. Of course, if this is hitting close to home, this is just something that I've seen a lot of. and actually, kind of talked a lot about recently with some different coaches different formats some in person before we left florida some some you know with with coaches i've interviewed for the podcast kind of talking before or after the conversation maybe even is tucked into some of the episodes a little bit and it's the idea that that one of the best ways to improve in anything but certainly for us as runners is to look at what the elite runners are doing and try to emulate it and on the surface ish i'm not going to disagree with that all right how did I come about all this heart rate training stuff and, and, you know, buy into it hook, line and sinker. It's from reading about and, and learning from some of the, the, you know, some of the elites, certainly from Maffetone, who's kind of one of the elite exercise physiologists. Um, but also, you know, reading some of the, the accounts of work that he's done with, with other athletes, whether it's triathletes, whether it's marathon runners, etc. And, you know, just kind of reading it, hearing about it going, yeah, that makes sense and then implementing into my own training. But what I didn't do in that in those situations was try to copy letter for letter, workout for workout what the elites were doing. Kind of tried to model it after what they were doing, or at least look at what, what they were doing or what Dr. Maffetone talks about. Kind of say, all right, well, how does that work for me? Kind of like be ready on race day, right? Like take something, but refine it for me. And the conversation that I've been having recently or the the different conversations that's kind of centered around this topic was how a lot of times, you know, we get some of us and I've, I've worked with folks that have been like this where it's like, Hey, you know, I read this article in runner's world. or I read this, this athlete's book or whatever the case might be. And, you know, they were doing this, this crazy workout when they got ready for their marathon race in the Olympics or at, you know, to, to race Chicago, not like to race Chicago to run four hours, but to race Chicago, in, in search of winning the race, right? We're talking about the elites here. And, you know, they did this, this crazy, you know, whatever it might be six by one mile with 400 meter recovery, whatever it is, doesn't really matter. But like, you think we could do this workout and like, no, you know, no is, is the short answer. Not that we couldn't do the workout, but that too often that's, that's missing the, I don't know if it's missing the forest for the trees. That might be, a, that might be the wrong metaphor, but it's like cherry picking what you want to do because here's, here's how I see it. Here's how at least uh, most of the folks that I've talked to that are my peers. I, 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 I want to say all, but you know, you never say all right. Just like you never say never, because maybe there was somebody who disagrees and, and I misunderstood or I can't remember or whatever. But after talking to so many folks in, in the coaching industry and, and in the PT world, like, like people that, that know a few, a few things, and we've talked about this. Like it's important to remember, and I say this with all the love and respect that, uh, that that is due. You're not an elite, and I say this fully knowing I'm not an elite runner either, right? And if, and, and side note, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Still waiting for the first, you know, email or tweet or or carrier pigeon or whatever. But if you are a legitimate elite and you're listening to this, hey, let me know. I, I that way I can say. You know, except for so and so who listens to the show, the rest of us—we're not elites, right? Because if, if you're an elite, yes, you should be. You should be doing what it takes to you know keep putting the the food on the table, keep pushing your 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 body to the limits, keep keep looking for for your best performances, your payday, like all those things. But us non-elites, we need to recognize that we're not elites, and therefore what the what the elites do do. <laughs> there it is. Did it again. I worked a doo-doo into into an episode. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. But when we're looking at what the elites do and trying to cherry pick, well, they do this workout. And it's a killer workout. And I want to push myself to that workout. Okay, maybe once in a while. But you can't do that all of the time unless you're going to do everything else that the elites do in order to make sure that they're staying healthy and, and working towards, you know, Towards their, their, their peak. What am I talking about? Well, just just a couple of things um, off the top of my head that isn't standard across the board for the elites, but I feel like a lot of the elites do these types of things. From the different you know workouts I've seen posted and social media posts and things like that. You know, a lot of times the elites are doing 10 to 12 running workouts per week. Now, if you look at the calendar and you're like, this, 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 wait a second, it's only seven days in the week. Yeah, they're, they're running... A lot of times, not everybody, not all year round, but there's, you know, times in the training cycle when they're doing multiple runs per day, two runs per day, sometimes three runs per day for certain athletes training for certain distances. All right. So just think of the volume that they're putting in. Think of the base that they probably have in place. Speaking of volume, a lot of times the elites, especially elite marathoners and ultra marathoners, you know, they're running sixty to hundred miles week after week. Now, maybe not again, maybe not year round. Maybe they, they settle into to fifty miles per week in their in their quote unquote off season, which not for nothing, probably more than most of us run even in our peak training. Maybe not, maybe not everybody. Maybe a couple of you, you know, you know who you are, or at least I know who some of you are, and I'm sure there's others, that you might peak out at 65, 70, maybe even eighty miles a week for one week. Maybe for two. But typically, year-round, yeah, you're not there. And I don't say that dismissively, and I don't say that as a negative. I say it as a fact for most of us. Because if we tried to stay at 70 or 80 or 90 miles a week, we'd probably break down physically. The elites don't. Part of the reason that they don't is because they're elites. Part of the reason is because they've been working towards that for years. Their body has adapted. Another part of the reason that they're able to do 10, 12 workouts per week, that they're able to regularly log... 60 to 100 plus miles per week? It's cuz they're that's their job. Right? Like that's it mentioned earlier. The elites that are putting the food on the table, let me know you listen to the show. I'd love to love to interview you. I'd love to to thank you for listening to the show. Those non-elites that are listening to the show, let me know. I'd love to thank you for listening to the show as well. I'd love to interview you too. But the fact of the matter is when this is your job, you know, like you're going to sleep for 10 hours a night, right? Maybe even longer than that. Probably going to take a nap most days. Probably going to go to the the PT multiple times a week or the massage therapist multiple times a week. Probably going to hit the gym two, three, four times a week with, with specific strength training goals. You know, you hear me talk about, hey, can you just get on the foam roller for five minutes a day? Hear me talking to myself, hey, Diz, can you just get on the foam roller for five minutes a day? These people are spending an hour or two foam rolling and stretching and doing yoga and, and just doing all the things that it takes to keep their body healthy, keep their body progressing so that they can keep racing and keep putting food on the table in that way. So if, if you're going to come as a as a non-elite runner, and I say this as a non-elite runner, but if you're going to uh, approach a training cycle or a coach or whatever and say, hey, I'd like to do this these workouts that the elites are doing because it's really worked for them. And I know I'm not going to maybe get the paces quite right, but like, you know i want to i want to push myself to that level i want to help get the most out of myself i would say you probably shouldn't unless you can dedicate all the other time to doing all the little things that the elites also do i guess what i'm trying to say is you can't you can't cherry pick you can't pick and choose if you want to train like an elite even as a as a non-elite like that's fine but you got to go all in you got to be sleeping all the time. You got to be training lots. You got to be doing all the little things all the time. You got to be getting the, the the massages and the rubs and the PT and this, that, and the other. So you better not have to work. You might better not have a, a, a lot of family demands. I'm not saying you can't have a family because certainly some of the elites have a family. But like, you know, you can't be, be doing all the things with your kids. You can't be running them around all the places. You can't be volunteering at the school. You can't be doing all those things because you need to be doing all the training stuff that the elites do in order to be able to train like an elite. So now that I've ruffled all the feathers, now that half of you have turned this off and been like the hell with this guy. I'm not saying that we can't learn from the elites. Shoot. I said that I do already learn from, from Maffetone, some of the, the more elite um, ultra runners and, and triathletes that are into this heart rate training thing. This, this easy based effort based running system system. I've, I've, modeled some of my training after that, after those, those examples. And that's the key. There's nothing wrong with looking at what Kipchoge does or Shalane or Des Linden or Galen Rupp or whoever, whoever your kind of, you know, elites that you, that you admire or that you enjoy. Right. And you look at some of their workouts, they share different things. You read their book. There's nothing wrong with taking some of those and being like, all right, let's see what kind of stuff they're doing and what I can do. But look for principles not for specifics look for trends or themes not the exact details of every workout model the themes model the principles you know those kinds of things tend to be pretty good without you know like getting bogged down in the exact details because you're probably going to need to scale these things a little bit you know if if the elites are running 70 miles a week in their in their their kind of initial training block leading up to their race where they're going to peak out towards hundred miles a week. Well, maybe you're going to start out at 30 miles a week, peaking out at 50. Okay. Well, you can look at what the elites are doing and kind of scale it accordingly. Maybe you're just not running twice a day. Maybe you're running shorter distance, whatever it is, scale it. All right. So some other principles, some other things to keep in mind. And I kind of just touched on this one as well, but when it comes to workouts, you know, whatever it is, if it's six by a mile and that's a, a pretty big stretch for you, well, guess what? a good solid three by a mile or six by three quarters or six by eight, whatever, scale it, scale it down a little bit. It's still probably going to be a hell of a workout for you. You're still going to get a benefit. It's still going to move you forward, but it's going to have less chance of breaking you because you're trying to do something that's just quite frankly outside of your pay grade. Right? And again, I don't say that disparagingly or judgingly. It's outside my pay grade too, hundred percent. The workouts that Kipchoge does, I couldn't do them. I might could do one of them, and then I'd be out for a week, just completely shot, completely worn out, right? So scale the workout to something that that is more accessible for you right now. And over the course of six months, eight months, a year, maybe you're going to have to adjust that scale. Newsflash, a year from now, you're still probably not going to be running stride for stride with Kipchoge at any race, Right? you might just be running a little bit closer to some of those workouts that you've been modeling because you're scaling them. You're adjusting them based on where you are. Another principle to keep in mind when it comes to looking at what the elites do, looking at what the pros do, and maybe trying to, to learn from them and implement some things into your training. Focus on the base, focus on the base building. Not surprising coming from me, right? How many times I've already mentioned heart rate training today. That's all about building the base. Guess what? The elites are all about. Typically, most of them all about building the base too. Those flashy workouts that you see him talk about, they're flashy. But what you miss is that the bulk of their training, whether it's 60%, 70%, 80%, whatever, the bulk, it's pretty easy peasy. Now again, focus on that principle, not on the specifics. Because the specific might be that, and and I'm making this up, I didn't research this at all. You know, clearly when, when Lewis asks his question every month about, uh, some type of elite, and what I think about this situation, I don't know, and I don't know here, but I'm going to make something up, right? I'm pulling a number out of my tuckus, recognize the point, not the don't fact check me. Let's say Kipchoge, when he when he is running for his sub two hours, I think the number on that is is somewhere like 4:30 pace, something like that, something something in that ballpark. He's certainly capable of running a marathon in, right? Then you look at his training plan, and again, this is me making up numbers, so maybe it's a little bit off, but it demonstrates the point. And he's doing most of his miles at 7.30 pace, 8-minute pace, 7 flat, whatever it is. That's easy for him. Super easy for him. Super low-stress miles. So you're looking at that. Don't get caught up in the number as far as the pace. Get caught up in the, oh, wow, he's running 2 minutes, 3 minutes, 4 minutes per mile slower than his race pace. Huh. So instead of trying to to push all of your, your easy runs to the level where they're not easy... Because you're thinking to yourself, well, shoot, if I'm trying to to break two hours and a half marathon, that means I need to run a 9.06. So, you know, I I guess guess I'm going to do a slow, a long, slow run. Maybe it'd be 9.25 pace, 9.30. No, no, slow it down. Maybe it should be 12 minute pace, maybe 11, maybe 10. I don't know, but odds are you could get away with going slower to build the base because that's what, that's what the elites are doing. And certainly don't look at look at Kipchoge or whoever else and be like, oh, he runs 7:30 is, is his easy pace, so I guess you know 7:30 must be pretty easy for me too. No, you're not. You're not an elite. I'm not an elite. Ergo, recognize the principle. Don't get hung up on the details. Last but not least, for today, we could probably go on a, a whole nother, You know, I don't know. I mean, I could I could pick one more one more topic and or one more point and that would take another 20 minutes, right? So who knows how much longer we could go on on different areas, different ways that the elites are different than us. They just are not better, not worse, but different. You know, when it comes to the little things, like I said, you're probably not going to have an hour or two a day to devote to stretching and massage and foam rolling. Okay. At least I'm not. I don't know. I probably could if I really tried to do it. But again, what other things would I have to give up on as far as work, family time, whatever? I'm not willing to make those sacrifices. But what you'll notice is that the elites, if you're really looking at their full plan, they're doing a lot of recovery work. They're doing the strength training work. They're doing all the little things. And yet so often we 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 and myself, a hundred percent myself, justify oh, well, I'll just I'll just, you know. I'll skip the warm-up today because I'm running short on time, but I want to make sure I get my six miles in. Well, hell, Diz, get your five and a half miles in and take five minutes to do your warm-up. That'd probably be better for you. Probably prime your body for the work you're about to do so you're less likely to have some little niggle that that bounces up as a result of starting cold. Let the record show I've been really slacking on my warm-up while we've been in Georgia so far. Once we get into the house, hopefully get back. I need to get back on track before then kind of told myself once we get back in the house, I will. Maybe I need to take my own medicine and just do. Cut the run a half mile short. Get the work done. Get the warm up done. Make sure I get on the foam roll a little bit more. Make sure I'm doing those things. Because the elites do it all the time. Elites do it every day. And I might not be an elite, so I might not spend two or three hours a day. But can I spend five minutes? Ten? I mean, yeah, I could. I need to. So there's there's an area where where certainly I could do better at following along with what the elites do. And and yet that's also the area where so often when we look at elite's training, we we neglect that. We just look at the workouts, right? We look at the miles. We look at the volume. We don't look at all the recovery stuff. That's that's the place to emulate the elite the elites as far as I'm concerned. So, there you go. Some thoughts. There's nothing wrong with looking at what the elites do and and figuring that hey, you know something similar might work for me but the key there is something similar not i need to do what kipchoge does or what flanagan does or what linden does or what whoever insert whoever whenever elite there okay take the principles like scaling the workouts to fit your your current level of fitness and ability the focus on base building the emphasis of the little things and incorporate that into your training instead of trying to nail the exact workout cuz odds are unless you unless you're a proper elite doing all the elite things that that killer workout probably has something has the potential to cause more harm than good for you in your training and working towards your next race so there you go why i think that you should stop doing what the elites do and just train like a train like a normal runner who has goals and things that are important to them, but recognizes that we're not elites. And that's okay. That's okay. So, what do you think? Did I did I ruffle your feathers all right? Did I did I calm everything back down there at the end? Did I miss something? Am I did I miss the boat completely? One way or the other, feedback always appreciated at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to runs at gmail.com. You can also also head over to the show notes for today. And of course, as, as with every Friday. We don't just have pictures in the show notes. No, 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 no. We, I, spend way too much time picking out good memes, good gifs, good nonsense to have in the show notes for like the four people that go check out the post. So check it out, Dizruns.com slash what are we slashing? Slash 1073 slash 1073 for today's episode. Um, And then, of course, there's that comment section down at the bottom. Beneath all the nonsense, there is the comment section. You can feel free to leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, and takeaways there. Or, again, email, social media, Carrier Pigeon, Smoke Signal, Morse Code, whatever. Whatever works for you will work for me. Always love to hear from you all about the episodes, what you think, what I got right, what I got wrong, so on, so forth. And with that... Let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Y'all once one last time, be ready on race day. One last time for today. I'll probably mention it again at some point down the road, but be ready on race day is still available on, on the Amazons or from me with a slight delay for me. Uh, but be ready on race is the website, all the info about the book, sample chapters, kind of get a feel for the book before you invest all of, you know, $14 into it or $13, whatever the price is these days. Um, but hopefully you'll find that it's well worth the, the small outlay of cash. And also something that you got to keep referencing back to, right? For the next race and the next race and the next race. Really helping you create good, solid, comprehensive plans for yourself moving forward. So check it out. Be ready on BeReadyOnRaceDay.com. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. And, of course, thanks for taking me with you today. Um, hope this was helpful. Hope it was useful. If it was, if you if you got that friend that you love, But they keep trying to say, well, you know, so-and-so elite does this, and -and so-and-so elite does that, and I should do this. Just hit that share button and send this one to them and say, hey, you know, love you, but you're not an elite. So maybe stop trying to train like one. And if that's you, hopefully this this made you think a little bit. Maybe adjust things a little bit. Maybe model after the elites, but not try to completely copy the elites. Anyway, hit that share button. Spread the word. Appreciate it. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.